see through the corners of some of them. <laughs> oh. 
you know, when you first get with somebody and you just, like, you get butterflies when you see their, their name pop up on your phone? I see some sheepish grins. <laughs> I see you. And you would just feel excited. You would maybe walk by them and you just catch a glimpse of them. But there's an exchange. And that's what he wants. That even in our daily activities, attention to him in the middle of the day and when I turn my attention to him fully even just for a second he still shows up and I feel him I feel him he longs for that how he longs for us how he longs for us to long for him not just give me, give me, give me. What can I do? What can you do for me? And not just, okay, what can I do for you? I'm just going to get things done. I'm going to go sit and do my prayer and pray this over this person, this over this person, this over this person, this over this person. Read a couple scriptures. Don't remember what I read an hour later. But I'm getting it done, right? And in this country... And I don't, I'm not trying to be heavy. I, I want to go with this, this love thing. Because I believe that this is God trying to say, Come back. I love you so much. Come closer. Come up here. Come up here. Come and sit by the fire. Throw a couple logs on the fire. Because, you know, we are in the minority in this country because we're not persecuted yet. Most other countries, the, the church, they face death. Little kids. And they know that if they choose Jesus, they are quite possibly choosing a really bad death. And it is dangerous love. And it's furious. And I've seen things where people see miracles and they say, I want, I want him. I want Jesus. And they know. And the first thing they say when they commit to Jesus is, I'll die for him. Because they know that's what it means. And we have this blase way of saying, I give my all. I want Jesus. I'll die for Jesus. But we won't even give up an extra hour of sleep. And we, we give ourselves a pass. And we tell ourselves it's okay. But when you think about a relationship with your husband or your wife or your boyfriend, girlfriend, when you think about that relationship, if I don't want to give any extra, 
if I don't want to give everything I am to my spouse, why do that at all? But why? What's the benefit of that? Of knowing that they're there, but I keep some for me? It gets on our nerves because we're we got somewhere we gotta be. I have an agenda. Don't take up too much of my time. My bed's too comfortable. I don't want to go to my prayer chair. It's too cold in the house. So we say we love him. He also says, you say you love me with your mouth, but your heart is far from me. Yes. I don't want to stand before God and have him say, I remember you. I remember you. Come on. When you wanted to be with me. Yes. You know that excitement when you're with somebody for the first time. You go on your date and you know, it's like, you can talk, you talk for hours. And when I was in high school, you just like, we had the home phones. And so you just sit there. It's like a breeze. What are you doing? But it was just knowing that they were on the other side of the phone. And it didn't matter that they were talking, just knowing that they were there. Or getting off work, and I knew May in that day that it started snowing, and me and Will were about to get married, and we were just waiting for it to snow. We just wanted it to get married in the snow. And people started texting early in the day. It's snowing. It's snowing. It's snowing. And when it really started snowing, how excited I got. Because I was going to be able to be with the woman I love. Yes. And that's how he feels about us. He loves what we do. And he loves that we go after the broken. He's assigned that to us. He loves that we come in here and we dance and we praise. He's assigned that to everyone. He loves that we go rescue people, that we go to prison, that we feed people who need to be fed. He is about every bit of that. But he remembers when we burned for him. I'm not saying that we're not burning, but I'm, this is that's making me talk, so this is what God's been talking to me about, so you just get the benefit of that. Is that don't want to be so focused on the things that I'm doing for him that it becomes a chore Come on. Good. or that I'm making excuses to not be with him I'm tired I need a break 
Nobody cares anyway. Yeah, Monty. PJ. The fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. We all had these. Leviticus 6, 12. And, you know, we're surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses. And I think about, and I heard somebody talking about this. Maybe it was, maybe it was one of you guys here. You know, you ever think about getting to heaven and talk to, like, Peter? <laughs> who's been shipwrecked, who's been stoned. Crucified. I mean, Paul. Hey, Peter. Let's say we talk about whoever we talk about. Two. And they say, what, What'd you do? What'd you do? I went to church sometimes. <laughs> when it was convenient. I went to church sometimes. That's not going to be us. Peter's going, to, Peter's going to say, I'm a fan of yours too. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that I wanted to say, I know you because I've seen you burn. Yes. Yes. Not I've seen you cast demons out. Not I've seen you heal the sick. Not I've seen you raise the dead. Love. Yes. That I'm so excited that I just can't wait to get with him. That I just can't wait to get along with him for a few minutes. That I take that just second to cast my gaze his way because he's always gazing my way. you did it first. And I don't think he's just talking about going to prison. I think he's talking about are you dreaming? Are we still dreaming? You know, you remember you used to sit with the person that you were dating and you just talk about plans, stuff you wanted to do when you grow up, stuff you want to do with your life. Want to buy a boat, move to the Keys, that sort of thing. You know? You think, and you make those plans. He wants us to make those plans with Him. This is a real relationship. He's real. He's not just a story. He's so real. And He loves us so much. 
that he wants us to long for him. I don't want to hear him say, I remember you. I don't want to walk by him and say, hey, how you doing? Because he just wants everything. And if we deceive ourselves, if we think that we just give him an hour here, an hour and a half there, and and we're good. We're good. We're doing better than most people. We're good. Our services are wrong. We're good. And we bargain. Let me keep this for me. Let me just tuck this away. This is just mine. This time, this is my time. This is my comfort zone. Let me protect my time in my house, away from everybody, not doing anything. But would we give it all? Would I give it all? If he wanted me to quit my job, would I do that? in this book that we read they left their families and we make our families an idol and I, I please I'm not I don't want to offend anybody but what I'm saying is that Jesus says if you don't hate your mother and your brother what he meant by that is that they he has to come first And if I choose anything, if I put anything in front of him and I tell myself it's okay, I'm deceived. And I'm living a lie. And he has to be number one. He just wants everything. Even our spouse is our number two. And then our kids come behind our spouse. He just wants everything. He wants all that I am. He wants all that I have. He wants all that I ever will be. All that I ever will have. To long for Him. To long for Him. To ache for Him with everything that I have in me. To ache, to burn, to know Him just a little bit more. Just to see just a little bit more. Because He's saying, come on, come on, come on. And the great cloud of witnesses is cheering. Come on, 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 come on. I know that those kids think that it's so popular. You have to be so popular in school. But he's saying, come on, come on, come on, come on. I know you have to pay the bills. But he's saying, come on, come on, come on, come on. I know you love your kids. But he's saying, come on, come on, come on. Because there's more. There's more. We can't take it out there until we have it out here. 
here and there's so much more that's what he's saying that's what he's saying is i want to love you more i want you to love me more i want you to know me more that we don't reserve he just wants it all he just wants it all he just wants everything that we are he just wants it all he just wants it all just wants it all. That's that's really all I have to say. church house. You work in a church house. You don't dream in a prison. You work in a prison. You dream when you set aside time. So today we're still God set aside time for us. Yes. This is a little different. But God set aside some time. And he's telling you how much he loves you. Sounds a little bit hardcore, doesn't it? Oh, God wants everything. Can I tell you something? I want to tell you something right now. There's a part of you right now, if you're honest with yourself, all you ever wanted in your life is for somebody to love you that hard. That they want all of you. Yeah. All right. There's a part of you right now that's dying to have somebody to love that kind of you that kind of way. They want every single thing of you, every minute of you. Oh. And I know sometimes it can get a little clingy. But there's a part of you that says, oh, I would love to be loved that way. Yes. Where every second of you is coveted. And not every second it's going to be looking like it. There's some people in Africa right now doing missionary work that don't step inside the church. They're spending all their time loving God, giving all they got to God. It ain't about what you do or 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 or, or how you impress them. You don't have to impress nobody. That's right. That's right. You ain't here to impress nobody. He just wants to love you. That's the kind of love he wants for you. If you're honest with yourself right now, you crave that love. You crave it. Some of you have it in, in the natural but not total perfect love like Jesus loves us. And some of you don't have it but you want it. But there's something in your spirit that wants somebody to love you that much. Like, a, like I was saying earlier, like the kids. When you come home, they just start jumping up and down. Could you imagine when you wake up in the morning... The, the thought of Jesus jumping up and down. Yeah. He's yeah. Oh. Oh. She prayed. She talked to me this morning. Yeah. Oh. She thought he thought of me this morning. Oh. I was important to him this morning. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine standing at the door? We got a great greeting crew. I don't think to be any shade about this. But wouldn't it be something? I don't know offense. But this is probably what Jesus is in the spiritual. When we walk in the door, not again, it's not about church every time. 
But I believe he's at the door. I believe we would have to start the greeting group, crew, start doing this. They start just jumping up and Woo! They're here! Woo! Yes! Because that's what mom does. It celebrates. It builds up. Love makes you feel better. Sometimes. Here's the key, though. Jesus loves you unconditionally. And when you mess up, Come on. He loves you zero less. That's exactly. Yeah. If I give 24 hours a day to Jesus, and you give a minute, He loves you never minute as much as He loves me. My works, or even the state of my heart, doesn't affect His love. But it does affect mine. Amen. Yes. And that's the problem. Nothing in here should be construed to say that your time makes him love you more. But your time makes you love him more. Amen. Don't insult anybody else. I know my way. I know Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. He's the only way to God. I know that. But I'm still not here to insult anybody. They're, they can be wrong. That's all right. They're wrong. But they're wrong. But that's okay. But we want to make Jesus that kind of idol where we just want to sit around and rub his belly all the time. There is correction of Jesus, too, sometimes. And it's not that he doesn't love us, it's because he loves us. Because I would eat, you know, if I was 12 years old, I, I ate 23, if I was 7 years old, I ate 23 peanut butter cookies, Keith. Because I just loved them. Mom made them hot. I threw up all night. That's a true story. True story. And I still don't like peanut butter cookies. So if my mom and dad would have been a little more observant in that situation, <laughs> it would have been great love on their part to cut me off at about six or eight. Well, you were hidden away in your room for what? Don't give me excuses. You should have been in my room. You grow up. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But the point is this. If they would have cut me off with six cookies, did you know I'd have been mad? I'd have felt like they didn't love me very much. Come on. They wouldn't let me eat my cookies. I bet Brother Kimmy got eight cookies, nine cookies. His dad loves him more. more. Sometimes love has to say a few things. Sometimes love has limits. Not that the love has limits, but sometimes love sets limits for our protection of the love. I love a wife. But I can't say if she went out every night and didn't come home that I would stay with. 
Sometimes love has limits. Sometimes love sets limits. God's love has no limit, but He wants to create a situation where you're more in love with Him. He wants it reciprocal. He wants that love to be two-sided. He wants you to want to give Him everything. God, God even when He went to marry, He went Holy Spirit went to marry. He didn't say, I'm taking you. I'm, I'm going to make you have Jesus. He said, He gave her the choice. She said, be unto me. Be unto me. I'm yours. He wants you to look, want to give Him everything. He wants your everything, but He wants you to give, want to give Him everything. Yes. That's a powerful thing. Yes. So I'm going to tell you, God is wooing you today. God's been wooing you from the start of this service, from, from Will uh, up here to Jenny up here to all this stuff, to, to, the, to the wedding vows, all this stuff. Listen, from Friday, God has been wooing you. He was wooing you when you woke up this morning. He was saying, I can't wait for them to get together. I mean, it's a pour out my love. I'm ready to love them like they've never been loved. I'm ready to show them what real love is. I'm ready to change their lives. Show you what love is. Yes, yes. Thank you. What's that old lady song say? I want to. I can't sing it, but throats. I talk to it. I want to know what love is. I want to know. And I want you to show me. Yes. That, that may not be a Jesus song, but right now it is. Because I'm telling you, Jesus, I I want to know what love is. Yes. And I want you, Jesus, to show me today. It's your day. Will you get the big the big Valentine? I never got any of the big ones when I was in school. I got all the little ones that they all looked alike. But the real good looking kids, some people get that little big one. Because they were special. God has given you the big envelope, the big Valentine. Say you're special to me. Now just give it back. Just love me back. Yes. And you'll mess up. You'll give up. But his love is grace and his love is mercy. Yes. And his love is I can handle a few mess ups. Just love me. He's wooing you this morning. Can I ask you to bow your head? Oh, God loves you so much. He just wants more time and more of you and more of your love, more of your attention to focus. Yeah. I was saying that she said that today and during the day. I, there was a time when I spent time with God when I got together with somebody or I talked about it, but is it, I've gotten so I don't know how to function without it. Or it's like continual prayer where I'm, I can't even function where I have anxiety if I don't just spend time. I, I don't swear, I'm not saying you have to be that way. But I'm saying that's the kind of love that I think she's talking about, that the book is talking about. Well, you wouldn't just go buy a car or go have a dinner without your spouse, would you? You'd at least call and say, you want something to eat? They'd at least be in the equation. Let's make him a part of our life. How many in this room would say right now, you felt the wooing love of Jesus in this place today?
you felt the love of Jesus in this place today? Have you felt him loving on you? Have you, have you had to be? Will you go with me, yes or no? Y'all ever get one of those notes and use a key? Somebody put it in a little, fold it up, a little piece of note, little paper. Will you go with me, yes or no? You're about 10 years old. Where are you going? You ain't going over. You can't drive. You ain't got a bicycle. But you go, whatever that means. Will you go with me, yes or no? Jesus is asking you that question. Will you go standing with me? Not to all these other lovers. Not just for me to be an idol to, 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 to be something to do. But will you go steady with me? Can I be yours and you be mine? Will you be faithful to me? Will you hold my heart? Because I hold yours. Some of you here are scared because you've been hurt and your heart's been dropped. And Jesus is saying, I won't drop your heart. I know people let you down and they might have let you down in my name, but Jesus says, I've never let you down and I won't let you down. Your family will let you down. People will reject you. People will push you away. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus will never let you down. He'll never forsake you. You can trust Him with your heart. I think that's for somebody in this room. I think somebody in this room has trust issues because you've been hurt. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus says you can trust me with your heart. I won't hurt you. I won't hurt you. Now I'm going to ask you if you want that, if you feel that love, if you feel that moving, I'm going to ask you to receive that today. I want to ask you to receive that. So if, you, if you're saying, Jesus, He's giving you the love note today. I love you. Check yes or no. Will you go steady with me? Will you give me everything? Will you give me your all? Will you give me all your love, whatever that looks like? He's asking you to check the box. When I was a kid, sometimes there was a baby box. Sometimes there was a baby box. And so you give people like me hope. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you, Jesus, I'm going to put a maybe on this love note. It's yes or no. You make the choice today. I make the choice today. We leave here, we're going to check one of the two. And if you throw away the note and leave it in your seat, you've answered. Jesus is asking you, will you go with me? Will you give me your love? Will you go all in with me? Yes or no? Now if you're saying yes right now to that love note, I want you to raise your hand. If you're accepting that love and say, Jesus, I do. Yes, Jesus, I do. I want you to raise it. Keep it up. Yes, I do. There's only two answers. Hands up says, yes, Jesus, I'll love you back. Hand down though. If you say I love you right now, Jesus, I'll give you my all. Put your hands up. Don't do it because I say it. Do it because Holy Spirit's really telling you that because this word came and penetrated your heart. You can feel love, the love, the wooing of Jesus. Say, come to me, come to me, come to me, come to me. I want your first love. I want that passionate love. Like a second honeymoon. The fire might have went out. But it's time to crank up the fire on the altar. It's time to day again. It's time to spend time again. It's time to be passionate again. It's time to hold him again. It's time to make your circle a little smaller. It's time to make your circle a little smaller. Hallelujah. Now, if you stand yes, hands are up. Some of them put them down because you're tired. I get that. I've been talking too long. But I want you to get your 
Lord, it's still God, I want you to stand up right now. If you got your head up, I'm going to pray over you. Right now to receive that. Let's go. I want you to stand. I want you to leave this place different. I want you to leave this place different. If you got your hand up and you're saying yes right now, I want you to stand. If you can't keep your hand up or switch hands, I want to pray right now that you receive this love. I want you to receive a love like you've never received. I want to see you in love like you've never been in love before. I want to see you in love like you've never been in love before. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Real quiet. Real quiet. The voice that I go with this will be real quiet right here. He's asked you to enter a relationship, a greater relationship with you. Last night in this very church, two people entered into a greater state of relationship and they said, I do. Yes. Jesus is asking you to do that today. And if you've done that before, but you need to renew your vows, today's your lucky day because let's crank the fire up again. Life's too short to live out of love. You need to live on fire love. Passionate love. So I'm going to count to three. When I say that, I'm going to ask you a question. And if you accept His invitation today, and you feel His wooing love, and you want to enter into that back, I'm going to ask you just to come and pray this offer. Nobody will mess with you or hurt you. You can trust Him with your heart. Are you ready? One, two, three. Will you go with me? Will you give me your all? Will you honor me? Will you respect me? Will you be faithful to me? Will you reciprocate my love? Will you burn with passion? Will you love me like you once did and let you come on? Come on, if God was speaking, you had your head up, just come on. Just break. Just let it trigger.